0: This is It Was a Thing on TV. Total Red Man has ever done something like this to me! It's, uh... TURN
1: ON! Ladies and gentlemen, I give you... The Dregs of Humanity! Mini so 13, submission number 008, TURN ON! TURN ON! was a sketch comedy series that aired on Wednesday, February 5th, 1969 on ABC for one episode. What? That's right. It was scheduled for two. They only aired one. How is this so bad they only aired one episode? Well, stay tuned. And you just might learn something. In the mid-to-late 60s, one of television's biggest draws was NBC's Rowan and Martin's Laughing, Produced by Ed Friendly and George Schlatter, it showcased the comedic talents of its titular hosts. And of course, Dave Madden, Goldie Hawn, Patty Noich, Ruth Buzzy, Joanne... Woo! Lee and Dick Whittington and Henry Gibson. Yes, can't forget about Henry Gibson. It's like I was thinking to myself and Teresa Graves. I was like, I've grown through the entire cast in my head. So Lappin obviously was ripe for duplication, being copied. But who would expect that George Schlatter and Ed Friendly would copy themselves and, I guess, unencumbered by good taste and fame, take it up to 11. Well, that's what happened when they developed Turn On. So, what made this different from Laughing? Well,
0: there was a little bit of a draw here, and supposedly the show was. Produced by a computer? What? Question mark? Yeah. Well, that's the the major draw is this computer created the show and the skits within it.
1: And the entire set was just one gigantic negative white space. And the jokes were designed to be very, very punchy, very, very boom, boom, boom from one joke to the next. Even faster than laugh
0: I thought. I almost get the vibe that this sort of is a predecessor, in a way, if you think about it, to Robot Chicken. Where you've got joke after joke after joke after joke, and they're just little quick tidbits. They're not really long jokes. Generally, that's how it comes across to me. You, know, you have a little five-second gag here, a 10-second gag, go on to the next one, go on to the next one, so on and so forth. Yeah, basically. Right. Yeah, but oh boy, was the uh, backlash!
1: Yeah, Ooh. yeah. Let's just let's just say uh, Bristol Myers, who funded the show and commissioned it for uh, Schlatter and Friendly, they never got their return on investment.
0: I have a story. Okay. This is from the February 12th, 1969 Cleveland Plain Dealer, and it's titled Turn On, Fold, Jolt's Creator. And it does mention Bristol-Myers just within the first uh, sentence. The Bristol-Myers Corporation made history of of a sort over the past weekend. Executives of the commercial giant informed the producers of television's latest Enfant Terrible, Turn On, that the program's material was unacceptable to them, and all production on the series should be stopped. ABC, or more formally, the American Broadcasting Company, caught between the sponsor and the producers, didn't know what the devil to do, and has spent the past few days marching in place. Bristol-Myers was prompted to halt production of the show because of a large number of complaints from viewers across the country, plus outright cancellations of the program by affiliated stations, including... WEWS-TV, ABC's Cleveland Outlet. For George Slatter, the producer of Turn On, it's a strikeout and bitterly disappointing, for in his previous at-bat, he had a Grand Slam home run as the producer of laugh currently rated the number one show on television. Slatter makes much of his attempts to create new concepts and programming methods in the visual medium, and to a certain extent, he has a point. He has labored mightily in television's field, and his laugh caught the fancy of viewers in every corner of the country. In his latest effort, he has taken Laffin one step further and created a sensory assault show unparalleled in television history. Having done so, he stepped back admiringly and thought, what hath Schlatter wrought? He made only one mistake, but one of such proportions that it was enough to undo him. He forgot to mix into his worrying computer five essential letters. T-A-S-T-E. Filled with the heavy wine of success, Schlatter misjudged the distance between him and the fence called propriety. Instead of staying within its bounds and perhaps pushing against it, his leap carried him far over it into never-never land. For his transgression, society socked it to him, leaving him in a state of confusion. He doesn't know whether to wail over his misfortune or lash back at the ungrateful public. If I were George Slatter, I would huddle with myself and re-examine the reasons for spending the enormous amount of time, talent, and money on such a show. Is the show, as presently designed, really an advancement for television, or is it a tasteless 30-minute prattle of ancient satirical burlesque gags that do not play well? George Kaufman said, satire is what closes on Saturday night. George Slatter should ask himself why the late playwright said those words many years ago. And act accordingly. There you go. And actually, I mentioned WEWS in that story. WEWS actually did not return to the airing after the first commercial break. So it canceled it literally after one commercial. And Tim Conway says it was after 15 minutes of the show. Oh, Tim Conway, by the way, was the guest host, if you will, of this Episode and he would
1: join, Uh, and he would actually join the regular cast of Teresa Graves, Hamilton Camp, Mel Stewart, and Chuck McCann.
0: Yeah, and he says it was canceled after 15 minutes, but uh, WEWS says it happened after 10 minutes. And actually, related to that, I have another article about WEWS TV turns off, turn on. And this comes from the February 6th plane dealer. So this is the day after. WEWS turns off turn-on. WEWS Channel 5 last night notified the ABC television network that it was canceling the new ABC show Turn-On, which had its debut only minutes before the cancellation. Many persons phoned the station and newspapers to complain about the first program. ABC had designed it as an answer to NBC's successful weapon. Don Paris, WEWS general manager, said he sent the following to Elton Rule, ABC president. If your naughty little boys have to write dirty words on walls, please don't use our walls. Turn on is turned off as far as WEWS is concerned. Them's fighting words.
1: Bringing the heat. And you know what? They weren't alone. Because upon hearing about the episode, three notable stations decided not to air the show at all. Those would be uh, KTU Portland, KOMO Seattle, and KBTV Denver, now WUSA TV Denver, who stated, we have decided without hesitation that it would be offensive to a major segment of the audience. Because nothing says offensive, like a Scanimated dancer whose actress moved so fast that the computer could not catch up. True story.
0: Interestingly enough, I have the TV listings for the following week, February 14th, and Channel 5, WEWS, does not have turn-on airing at 8.30 at night. However, interestingly enough, and obviously this was couldn't be changed, WAKR, which was the Akron affiliate of ABC at the time, they actually had turn-on slated at 8.30. Hmm. So Channel 5 was not going to,
1: or Channel 23 was.
0: Yeah, so again, you know, th- th- this uh, admittedly is like a week later, and they didn't have the technology that we have. 50 plus years later, but they had turn-on slated for 8:30 that following week on channel 23 in Akron. So maybe there were still plans to air it? Question mark? Or, or at least yeah, air it nationwide. Obviously, Cleveland WWS said we don't want any part of this. I mean, I, I mentioned in the article. Just how uh, the general manager of WEWS reacted to ABC's president. This isn't some PR person. This is going straight to the top. Right. I have seen a little bit of this on YouTube. There is actually a little footage from the first episode. And actually, believe it or not, there's actually about, I'd say about 45 seconds of the unaired second episode
1: where would that have aired though well
0: it didn't necessarily have to air maybe it's in the george slatter archive and somebody may have gotten access to it maybe but yeah just watching the show it's very quick takes i have the clip right now uh on my screen i'm not sharing it with uh with greg and chico and the the clip starts off it looks like there's a poker game of some sort uh, you do see on the backdrop, on the walls, you see a spade in a club. So I, I guess they're trying to imply they're playing poker or bridge or something like that. And uh, about three seconds in, a motorcycle rider appears on the screen with the, the blank white backdrop. Uh, the motorcyclist is an elderly lady, uh, I'm guessing at least 60 or so. And she says something to the extent of, uh, I'm ready to turn on and rides off on the motorcycle.
1: Where's the joke?
0: Ah, that's a great question. And then, uh, actually, after that, uh, here's Bad Taste. Uh, It looks like we have about two rows of theater-style seating, and everybody in the seats, oh, boy, they're all wearing Ku Klux Klan outfits. The white hoods with the red and white symbol on it. Yeah, and this I mean, obviously that doesn't fly in 2021 But in 1969 When you had the riots in LA The Watts riots and the Huff riots Here in Cleveland Racial riots That, no that That's, that, nope. that, that's wrong in so
1: many ways Shut That down Shut it down
0: Then uh, Moving on because we need to move on quickly from that. They show somebody getting punched in the left eye. However, his right eye gets blackened. Okay. Again, this this is just like really bizarre. I, I mean, it's not even laughing funny because I mean, laughing, they did push the boundaries, but it was legitimately funny. This is just bizarre. And then they show a painter uh, looks like he's painting a model who looks like she is topless from the backside. Looks like she's wearing some sort of bikini bottom or something. I don't get this.
1: Yeah. Legendarily, not even the first episode was aired in its entirety. Uh, if you go to uh, lost media wiki, they have a statement that said that sometime before the end of the show, ABC cut the live feed, and Ed Friendly stated, now I'm quoting, the remainder of this program will not be seen this evening. Or ever.
0: They knew they had a bomb instantly. If they actually cut the show and say, basically, mea culpa, for, for lack of a better phrase, they screwed up. Maybe it sounded good on paper, but... Well, I mean, how many shows have we heard that sounded good on paper, but the execution was just abysmal?
1: Why does this podcast exist again, Mike?
0: It's it's me and Greg's women. We just brought you aboard for the ride.
1: True. But, yeah, I mean, Turn On was a gigantic turn off.
0: Yeah, I mean, they tried pushing the envelope, but... They pushed the envelope a little too far, a L- little too much sexual content, even though admittedly, you know, back in 69 the people were very liberated, much more than they were even earlier that decade. But apparently they weren't that liberal. And also, you know, we don't know who was making these phone calls, it could have been people from the older generation saying hey, you know, this is stuff that 10, 15 years ago wouldn't fly on TV. And even though it may be acceptable nowadays on TV, gosh knows, you know, we've seen a lot of changes in the last 10, 15, 20 years. But who knows? I mean, it could have been, for lack of a better phrase, elderly people who are like, you know, this should not be airing at 830, let alone at all.
1: Nowadays, you have surrealist humor like this, and it's in its given time and place, which would be late night on uh, basic cable. We will get into a really good example of that later on this year. But would you say this show is a bit too ahead of its time, or just no?
0: Like I said, maybe it's just a little too liberal for what may be old school conservatives back uh, in the the sixties. I mean, I, I I get the laughing vibe, but again, laughing wasn't that sexual. Yes. They did have, you know, uh, girls in bikinis with, uh, with phrases painted on them. And maybe they had a little bit of controversy because that was the middle of the Vietnam war era. And they may have made some comments, which might've irritated some people. But also at the other side, you've got so many characters from Laughin that were, I mean, funny. Uh, if you're talking about like Artie Johnson, very interesting. Yeah, uh, I mean, he is one of the mainstays of uh, of Laughin. It sounds like uh, Schlatter and uh, and Friendly were trying to capitalize on Laughin by maybe pushing the boundaries a little excessively. And I know that ABC was the new kid on the block compared to NBC and CBS at that time. Maybe they were trying to, I don't know, show show that they were more hip uh, to the younger audience. I have no idea. But yeah, this, even just in the clips that exist, the, the, the maybe 30, 45 seconds online, I don't get it. I mean, I, I get laughing, but this is, this is not laughing. This is something almost like absurdist laughing.
1: Yeah, but, you know, you do something absurdist, I'm just going off the top of my head, uh, Look Around You for the BBC, you do it correctly, people will respond to it. Did you know that show made Olivia <laughs> Coleman's career? Well, no, Look Around You is
0: a little different. Yes, it's absurdist, but it wasn't really in a sexual manner. It was in a sexual manner, period. I mean, it was mocking educational television. And they did it so brilliantly. And really, if we don't have look around you on the list, what's wrong with us? Seriously, that is one of the best. Uh, well, I is it say- famous?
1: I mean, I don't know. It aired on Adult Swim for a spell.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it ran for, I think, one or two cycles on Adult Swim.
1: Okay, it's not that well-known, so.
0: Nah, I, I'd agree with you. It's it's not necessarily that well-known. Look around you. Yeah, I mean, that's absurdist. That's funny absurdist. I mean, that, that really truly is a funny TV show. This is just like, this is rapid fire I think it's just rapid fire. I, I can't even say it's humorous. I mean, I'm looking at this. This is bizarre. This is, it, it's not entertaining.
1: It's too quick to be entertaining.
0: Well, and, and that may be part of the problem. I, I mean, like I said, I understand the, the robot chicken style of, hey, we're going to give you a gag in 10 to 15 seconds. Then we're going to switch the station. And we're going to give you another gag. And that's going to take 15, 20, 30 seconds. Then we're gonna give you another gag. I, I told and then obviously in that regard, Robot Chicken uses tons of pop culture references from the 70s and 80s and 90s. This just wasn't funny, wasn't entertaining. And I know I'm basing that on 30, 45 seconds worth of clips, but yeah, this is not good.
1: All right. Let's just say our final thoughts. This was terrible. Yeah.
0: This is bizarre, yeah.
1: This happened and we all let it happen.
0: Yeah, we let it happen, but also at the same time the people spoke and they got it cancelled immediately.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. You don't get a return like that nowadays. No. No, not at all. Alright. Well that does it for this mini sode, and we'll have some more stuff for you guys real soon. <laughs> perfect
0: now that's a proper closing to a fast-paced rapid-fire skit show